Hello and welcome to the Nation's Need to Know podcast, where we take a moment to address questions from yesterday's sermon. Pastor John, yesterday we finished part six in our series on the Apostle Peter entitled Rocky. Yes. And I believe the focus was on the secret of suffering from the book of First Peter. That's right, yeah. Well, one of our members from our church asked a question, and um, they, they asked it in this fashion. Today in church, you talked about suffering to bring others to the faith as Christ also suffered to bring us to God. Thank you. This really spoke to me, and we believe that. My question is, how do we forgive and apply it to being treated unfairly by other Christians as they have already been brought to the faith? Their behavior is that much more hurtful and harder to forgive because they should know better. What does the Bible have to say regarding this issue? Really good question. Mm. And thank you to the person that uh, sent that in. Yes, I think it's one that um, many of us have had to face and perhaps even face at this moment. And I'd, I'd like to kind of start at the end of the question where where the person talks about how so much more hurt we can be mm. by our fellow Christians, our brothers and sisters, um, the same way as, I suppose, in our own families, our natural families, um, we can get hurt even more easily and deeper. That's very true. Because the relationships are there and the trust often is there and when there's something that happens that requires our forgiveness, then that can challenge those things in a way that perhaps is much more than a person who's not so close to us. Mm-hmm. And so I understand, I understand the question uh, and, and how that it sometimes appears to be much more difficult to forgive those that are close to us, those in, in terms of church who are our brothers and sisters. Right. And those who we would hope also know the teachings of Christ in in terms of relating to one another. Um, But it happens um, because we're human, I guess. (laughs) That we are. Yes. And and I think because of that, because it's it's not some hypothetical question, because it's a very real issue, I think it's a really important one for us to, to deal with. Um, I think I'd like to, to, to begin answering this by saying when, when Jesus and the New Testament writers talk about forgiveness, um, we don't really see any distinction, any clear distinction between how a, a Christian is uh, supposed to forgive a fellow Christian um, and how they would forgive someone who's not a Christian just yet. Uh, and I guess what I would, I would say is that the, pr- the principles of forgiveness are consistent. That They're not affected, they're not changed, there are not two different sets of conditions and rules. And I don't, I don't think the person asking this question is suggesting that there are. But just want to lay that as, as a foundation, sure. that uh, forgiveness is, is very much a, a spiritual thing. And by that I mean it is something that by the Spirit of God, not only are we instructed to do, but we're also enabled 
to do. Mm. It, it's it's much more. In fact, I I've, I believe it, it it isn't anything to do with our feelings. We if we wait until we feel mm. like it, well, most of us would like wait a long time. Yeah, we would. <laughs> and uh, in the same way, if we wait until a person is repentant before we forgive, we may never forgive because they may never right. repent. And I think in that. There's a wonderful truth that, that very often our us taking the initiative to forgive mm. can often lead a person to repenting, to sensing in their heart that, that genuine remorse. And, and at some stage, somebody has to take the initiative when there is a, a reason for forgiveness. And I think as I read through the scriptures that Jesus and and the New Testament writers puts that emphasis onto the one who is to give forgiveness. The, offend, uh, the one who is offended. That's right. Mm. Yeah. And I think if we look at it from a bigger perspective, uh, by our sin, we offended God. Mm. God took the initiative he did. to forgive and, and to deal with our sin. So I think those are some important foundations to, to, to place in, in, in this answer because forgiveness, especially with people close to us, right. can be uh, it, it's something that affects us at right at our core. And, and if we're depending on our feelings coming to the right place first or we're depending on the offender to say they're sorry mm-hmm. and make the first move, uh, we may never get into that place of, of forgiveness. That's right, because like you said, Pastor, it's so understandable because I think we all have this in our minds that we, we want to be in Christian communities mm. because we hold very similar values yeah. at the very least. Yeah. Um, and so it's so easy, I think, in our minds to hold people um, to those same values mm-hmm. and get, it gets a little bit confusing why they would not. Mm. And it, if it's dependent on that... If that's kind of how we think about it, it can get really, <laughs> it gets really tricky. It does. Yeah. It does, yeah. But you're saying that it really isn't dependent on the other person, whether they are a Christian or not a Christian. I, I believe the principles are the same. I really do. I, I see the model of Christ. He forgave us. We're forgiven through Christ um, before ever we came to know him. Yeah. God took the initiative. He gave us his son. Jesus died for us while we were still in our sin. Mm. And, and I believe that as, as Christians and those that are following uh, the, the example of Christ, that, that is the example uh, to, to forgive. Think about Jesus hanging on that cross mm. uh, at the point of physical death. And he didn't wait until the, the, the soldiers realized what they were doing but rather he called out to his father please forgive them because they they don't know what they're doing right now right and so i i think there's some powerful powerful principles that we can see demonstrated through the the person of jesus christ in these things amen would you say those are the verses that you would guide this person and other people who have that similar question to the scripture that you mentioned Uh, those would be some of them it's amazing when you start to read Mm -hmm. um, 
the New Testament just how much there is on forgiveness. And of course, there's the famous time when Peter, one of our favorite characters, asked Jesus, how many times do I forgive my brother? (laughs) Now, we don't know whether it was his natural brother or whether he was referring to a brother in faith. And um, he suggested seven as a good number to to forgive seven times. But Jesus said, no, 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 you know, much more than that. Mm. Um, and I don't think that we should be counters of the times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got one chance left and after that I won't <laughs> forgive you. Uh, but, but really just to say, you know, forgiveness has no limitations mm-hmm. uh, in terms of numerical uh, issues. And I think it's an important point to raise young because part of forgiveness is actually that we make ourselves vulnerable isn't it i believe that's really at the core of it because mm. you do feel so vulnerable yeah we say i forgive you on the understanding that they may do or say the same thing again pastor you're getting at something really i think quite deep here because it's almost like forgiveness is unconditional. Mm. I, I mean, we talk about the love of God being unconditional, we do. but it seems like this really falls right in mm. with that because what we receive is what we give. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's pretty, pretty huge. It, it is. It is. I, I again, look at the, the nature of God and, and see this as his example. Um, again, he, he doesn't wait for us to come to a place of recognizing that we have sinned before he forgives us. He, his forgiveness is already given to us. And, and I think the other side of this, young, for us to, to realize, you mentioned that it's, it's unconditional. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe with that 100%. And, and one of the reasons is because if we're honest, Unforgiveness is, is very much like a prison. Mm-hmm. Um, we lock ourselves away. We shut ourselves down. We, we, in a sense, protect ourselves. But actually, we're not protecting ourselves because as we lock ourselves in that prison, it, we're there with unforgiveness. Right. That's our cellmate. Mm-hmm. And, and, and unforgiveness is not a... A source, it's not a, a route, a pathway to enjoying the fullness of the life that's ours through Christ Jesus. Mm. In, in fact, as, as we know, Jesus said on one occasion, when, when you forgive others your tres- their trespasses against you, then my Father forgives you. But if you don't, if you hold unforgiveness in your heart, then neither can my Father forgive you. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean to say, of course, that God gets upset with us and says, I'm not going to forgive you. Mm. But rather that we cannot live in the fullness of that because we're in this, this prison. Right. And that, that's not God's will for us as his children. And so how do, we, how do we move into that place of forgiveness? How do we go beyond our feelings and the sense of injustice? Mm-hmm. And, and also... The thinking that this is a this person's a Christian, they 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 should not do this. They should know know better. Right. We've got to be careful not to judge in that. Yeah. The Lord says because as we, if we do, we bring judgment on ourselves because we're one body. So how do we move that beyond that? 
I think the Holy Spirit is, is the key to all of this. Mm. The spirit of truth, the spirit of life, he dwells in us. And when we start to see God's way of living, we might call it living in God's kingdom by, by his principles, his rules, his laws. And we see that forgiveness is part of that life. And yet we find it so hard to forgive. That, I believe, is when we must depend on God's Holy Spirit to help us, mm. to fill us with his power mm. and take us beyond what we feel. Acknowledge our feelings, of course, but take those feelings. Say, God, I don't feel like forgiving them. I don't think they deserve it. Right. If I do, they'll probably do it again. They're Christians, they should know better. Let's just be totally honest with God, open our heart to him, then listen and hear what he says. And, and I believe, and I say this from experience, that when we do that, when God's word comes into our heart, that's where the life is. And that's where the power comes from God himself that enables us to make that choice and say, I'm not going to live in a prison. I'm not going to lock that other person in a prison. God's given me the gift. He's given me a key to unlock us. And the Bible says that we've been set free by Jesus. Mm. If the Son sets you free, you're free, free indeed. indeed. So why, why should I live in this prison? Why should I lay my head on my pillow every night with unforgiveness in my heart with, and not enjoying and experiencing the fullness of God's forgiveness for me? Because if I judge another person through unforgiveness, I judge myself. And I think that uh, uh, trusting the Holy Spirit to help us to bring God's word alive in us and empower us and if we have to do it 70 times 7. <laughs> but uh, I would say, let's, let's live as people in the freedom that Christ has set us free. Amen. And let's help to bring other people into that freedom as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Pastor John, for My encouraging pleasure. us to be and live as free people mm. as God has provided us to be. Yes, amen. What a wonderful thing. Well, I hope that was helpful for you, too, as, as our listeners. And thank you again for the person who sent in this question. You're helping us build a community here where we really believe in engaging and interacting with the truths of God with an open heart, as Pastor John mentioned. So thanks for joining us here on our Need to Know podcast. And until next time, God bless you and have a great week. Thank you.